I, I preached through Philippians the last several weeks before we came to the U.S. And I, I did it because I thought it would be just a good way to have some warm, encouraging messages uh, from a familiar book uh, before we left for the, the States for a few weeks. And, and I should have expected this. I'm familiar with the book of Philippians, but, but what I wasn't expecting was, was how this book really puts just a laser focus on, on the importance of, of striving together, of, of working together in the local church for the sake of the gospel. Um, and, and that priority is there. You, you see Paul giving thanks for their fellowship in the gospel. He's writing from prison, and in verse 12, he says, I, I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel. He's, he's writing from prison, but he's saying, here's the news that I want to share with you. This is, this is the front page for me. Uh, it's, it's not you know, what's happening in, in prison or whether I'm going to get out. It is that though I am in prison, all these things that have happened have actually worked out to the advance of the gospel. And he knew he he writes about this because it's important to him, and he knows it would be important to them. But but what comes out in this letter, and you know I don't obviously have time to preach through the whole letter to the Philippians tonight. But um, what comes out in this letter is that the the priority of gospel advance really depends on the priority of following Jesus. You know, we can't just be people that are are just kind of in a financial way or, or some sort of public way saying, well, we want the gospel to advance. It really comes down to, you know, are, are we people that follow Jesus ourselves? And much of this letter really is about this local church conducting itself in a way that honors Christ and imitates him. That's why in chapter 1 of verse 27, the Apostle Paul writes this. He says, only let your conversation, and that word is a word that has to do with your lifestyle, your, the way you live. Let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Jesus Christ. That whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. That you stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. I don't know how many of you have ever watched a rugby match. Rugby is the national sport of Wales. And uh, in, in rugby, they have something called a scrum. And I still don't totally understand everything that's going on in this scrum. But, but what you have is uh, the, the referee has the ball. And uh, he's standing, and, and both teams are, are in front of him. They're facing each other. And their biggest three guys are in the front and their arms are linked, they're bent over. The next, I think, four guys are behind them, and their, their heads are kind of tucked in between the bodies of the front guys. And the other team's doing the same thing. And there's just this mass of large guys. Uh, or they do have women's rugby. You could have women doing this too. But, um, and they're all just, just pushing against each other. And then the, the referee puts the ball kind of underneath all of them. And, and they're trying to push the other team away so they can hook the ball with their, with their feet and kick it out to one of their teammates who's ready, waiting to pick it up and run with it. And I, I think it's just a perfect picture of what 
the Apostle Paul is talking about here in verse 27. You know, the whole team is just linked together, pushing with all their might, and they've got one goal. Um, they're, they're trying to get the ball. They're trying to push the other team back. And Paul says to this church, I want you to stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Now, there are a lot of obstacles to that. Um, one of the biggest is that we are proud, selfish people. You know, we, we like to have things our own way. And, and that's why in chapter two, he's telling them things like uh, in verse three, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And, and how do you do that? Well, verse five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And he goes on from there. Christ humbled himself, became a servant, was obedient even unto death, the death of the cross. You know, how can you insist on your own way? How can I come to church and just think, well, I want things my way when I follow a savior who humbled himself and died for sinners? And so I, I thought, uh, as I was preaching through Philippians for about eight weeks before we left Wales, that I, I was going to get into a, just a nice, warm, devotional, encouraging series. And as I got into this letter, I realized it's actually, uh, it's full of encouragement, but it, is, it has an edge to it. And Christians should have an edge to them, not, not an edge that, that means they're hard to get along with or they're rough people or mean people, but an edge in that uh, you have something extremely important to live for that all of life feeds into. Whatever your career, uh, whatever your job, whatever your calling, as a, whether it's a, in, in the office or in the classroom or in the home or in the community or in the church, uh, your life uh, is meant to point people to Jesus Christ. And, and when you get a bunch of Christians together, it doesn't change. You just you strive together for the faith of the gospel. And so one thing I heard a lot in training for ministry was that um, in the work of the gospel, sometimes you are the work as much as the work that God is doing. You think that, uh, and I think, well, I've got a ministry to do here. I've, I'm trying to reach people, build people up in the faith. And yet all along the way, God is working on me. He's working on you. Uh, he uses the ministry you're in, whether it's full time or just uh, what you're doing as a Christian uh, in the church or, or even on your own. He uses that to make us more like Jesus. Because people that aren't like Jesus can't be a very good witness or a testimony. And uh, we found that in our in our 14 years in Wales that often we, we, we think, well, um, the ministry is slow and often hard, and yet God's doing a work in us as well. And the same is true for your church here. The, the Lord's doing a work through you, but He's also doing a work in you uh, because we all need to be more like Jesus if we're going to, to work together for the spread of the gospel. So uh, as you pray for us, we know that uh, you yourselves have a calling here. Um, we're all partnered together in the same work. It's all God's field.
We're all God's co-workers. Uh, and thankfully, he is the Lord of the harvest. Um, it doesn't depend on us. Um, we're, just, we're just striving by God's grace to follow Jesus, to be like Jesus, and to point other people to him. And so I say again, thank you for partnering with us for the sake of the gospel. Uh, we'll be around afterward. Love to answer any questions you might have, tell you more. Uh, you can find us probably in the back or wherever.